0: blog talk radio it's the speeway show an idea exchange empowering us to live well live fully and love deeply and now here's our host Speedway. well hello hello and happy easter happy resurrection day kiss the time of year when we celebrate the death and resurrection of our Lord Jesus Christ. So for all of those of you who celebrate Easter, a very happy and blessed Easter to all of you. Aren't we fortunate that Jesus died and rose again so that all of us, whether we believe in him or not, might be saved. Anyway, today we are going to talk about three critical interview questions. This is a follow-on and part of our career series. We have covered the very, I think it was the very first show, and it was simply called I Hate My Job. Personally, I do not hate my job. In fact, I quite love my job, but there are of people out there who don't if you're one of those people who hates your job i encourage you to listen to that show you can find it at steway.com by simply visiting the website and you can find it on the home page or you can click on the episodes link and uh, click on career and all of the career related shows will come up including that one After we did I Hate My Job, uh, I do believe we did Pride, The Career Killer, which uh, is actually closely linked to why you might hate your job. Then we also talked about Job Hunting 101 and still Job Hunting. Both of those shows dealt with tips for what you should be doing and what you should not be doing for a successful job hunt. Now, we're going to fast forward and say you finally landed an interview and you are all geeked up and excited to amaze and impress your interview with what an excellent fit you are for this particular interview. There are three interview questions that matter. Now, these are questions that may be asked. These are questions that may not be asked. But these are questions that are in the back of your interviewer's mind when they are interviewing you. And my goal is to, and by the way, there are uh, links that you can visit on SpeWay.com as well as the Facebook fan page. And they will give you links to all kinds of questions. And you might be thinking, what's only three? But you posted 10, you posted 20, you posted a whole bunch of interview questions. I am going to suggest that actually many of those questions boil down to these three. And they could be packaged differently. You might pick a different um, overarching topic. But there are three basic things that every interviewer and potential manager wants to know about the prospective candidate sitting in front of them. The first one we're going to tackle is can you do the job? Let's just start with that. Do you have the skills it takes to actually do the job or are you just blowing smoke? Will your references check out? the way they should or are they going to raise red flags? Every manager is a little bit frightened when they hire and I have, I can tell you, as a lawyer who's been practicing for 20 years, I have hired my fair share of people, some of whom reported directly to me, some of whom were going to report to others and there are often many of the same fears that managers have when they are hiring. Is this person actually going to work out or are they going to turn out to be a complete nut job that is going to have me regretting the day they walk through the door, right? So with this first question, can you do the job, the manager really wants to know, does this person have what I need to do this job? There are several ways that an employer is going to tackle the question and try and get some answers. One is the obvious one, your resume and cover letter first and foremost. That's the first one. Then we have your technical qualifications for the job. So things like your degree, your certification, your years of relevant experience, all of that sort of thing. Then there are questions that may come up in the interview, such as what strengths do you suppose you could bring to this position? And what experience do you have that is relevant to this position? Now, I will tell you that oftentimes, and I, you know, there, there, there are two questions I ask. Every single time I interview, doesn't matter what I'm interviewing for, doesn't matter who I'm interviewing for, I ask these two questions every single time. One question is, what are your three greatest strengths? And the second question is, what are your three greatest weaknesses? I ask that exact question every time on purpose because I'm trying to figure out a couple of things. The first is I'm trying to figure out if this person can do the job. If they name strengths that are relevant to the position and they name weaknesses that are realistic and that I would expect someone to have in this position, then they are part of the way there. The other reason I ask that precise question is because I'm trying to see how well this person follows instructions. Because notice I didn't say, what are your greatest strengths? I said, what are your three greatest strengths? And what are your three greatest weaknesses? So I'm expecting strength number one, strength number two, strength number three, weakness number one, number two, number three. And when I interview, I'm also trying to figure out how concise, how well does this person follow directions, and how concisely do they communicate? So, if it takes somebody 10 minutes to talk about the strengths and weaknesses, or if they get sidetracked and they never get around to the three strengths and the three weaknesses, then I'm making a judgment about that person's ability to answer the question. So, all of those things allow me to determine person do the job. I have a lot of executives, for example, that I work with. So... When I interview for a job, I'm usually not just interviewing for me, but I'm also trying to figure out, will they be well-received by the people they have to work with? And that's also part of the question of, can you do this job? Can you do the job without annoying my senior leadership? Can you do the job without alienating half the staff? Can you do the job in a way that I would expect you to do it? Do you have the right soft touch that I need for the job? Do you have the right ability to persuade and to communicate? All of those things are wrapped up in, can you do the job? So it's not just, can you count to 10 because I need somebody who can count to 10? It's how do you count to 10? Can you demonstrate in the interview that you can count to 10? Uh, do you have experiences that you can talk to me about that show that you have been able to count to 10 with great success and received lots of applause when you did it? So all of these questions are the things that I'm trying to figure out when I'm answering, I'm trying to answer as a manager, the question is can this candidate do the job? Your answers should demonstrate situations where you faced similar issues to the kind of issues you would expect to encounter in this job, and you should be able to demonstrate you address them successfully. For example, I recently hired a contract uh, review manager, and this person reports to me. So I know quite a bit about the job that I'm trying to fill. And in trying to figure out whether they can do the job, the people who made it to the final round of interviews or the first round of interviews even were people whose resumes demonstrated that they had the requisite experience and they had the qualifications to even walk through the door, right? And so when I asked, there were certain things that I expect a seasoned contract review manager to know. For example, if I ask, Uh, So if you have, this is one of the questions I asked, you've got five minutes before a meeting, and your client runs up to you and says, hey, look, I've got five minutes before this meeting. I'm so glad I caught up with you. I've got this 20-page contract, and I need you to look it over in the next five minutes and tell me what to worry about. So my question to my candidate is, What do you look at? You've got five minutes, 20 pages. What are you going to look at under pressure? And I am expecting that at a minimum, they should understand the basics of what are the critical legal issues in a contract. If they can give me some indication that they understand what those are and they can talk about it uh, and they can put it in the context of this job even better, then it suggests to me that this person can do the job. They can walk in and they can, at a minimum, uh, look at a contract that I put in front of them and they'll know exactly what to zero in on. These are the kinds of things that go to the question of can you do the job. Final tip on this one is be prepared to answer questions about difficult situations you faced when you had to do something associated with this job. And also be prepared to answer questions about situations you encountered where you failed in whatever you were trying to accomplish. All of those things allow the interviewer to determine how well is this person going to be able to come in and take on whatever the job is that is at hand in a, usually, you know, you see these descriptions job descriptions, job postings that talk about fast-paced environment. And um, it just seems like every business environment is fast-paced these days. Nobody's going to say, do you want to come work in my slow-paced environment, right? And so everything is about the fast-paced environment. So these are the kinds of questions that you're going to get from a manager who's trying to figure out if you might be able to do a good job. This takes us to the next question, which is two of three. And that is, will you be a good fit? Will you fit into the culture of this organization? Can my people stand to work with you, both superiors and subordinates and lateral colleagues? There are some questions that shed light on this area. And there are questions like, it's all the innocuous, soft stuff. Tell me about yourself. And usually, you know, managers often when they ask, they ask it as an icebreaker. Sometimes they ask out a habit. But actually, the thing to know is that nobody's really that interested in you. Um, certainly not your personal life. You might sprinkle in some personal things in there. But don't go on for 10 minutes talking about yourself because your manager isn't really, really interested as much in the substance unless you have something really interesting to say that didn't show up on your resume that's related to the job. But among other things, they're trying to figure out uh, how organized are you in your thinking when you are given a broad question that has no boundaries, what are you gonna do with it? Are you going to package bite-sized bits of really, really relevant information and deliver them in a very concise way? Or are you going to ramble on and on about your childhood and uh, the hang ups you had and your phobias for 10 minutes or until at least they interrupt you and ask you something else? So that is a fit question often. And it may also go to any of these three questions and it may go to can you do the job because if you can't answer a broad question like that maybe you can't do the job because the job requires you to be very concise so tell me about yourself is one another one your greatest strengths and weaknesses uh, that also can go to fit we talked about that earlier you might get a question like what interests you about this job Or you might get a question about, well, what was your best or worst job to date? Or you might be asked, describe the time when you were at the top of your game, describe the time when you were stressed, describe the time when you were challenged, uh, or describe the time when you were in disagreement with something your boss wanted or asked you to do, and talk about how you resolved it. You might also get Questions like, so how would you handle a situation in in which? These are all fit questions, lots of behavioral questions that you will encounter as you are dealing with this particular underlying question. Now, managers are typically not going to ask you, are you going to be a good fit? This is one of those unspoken questions that is lurking behind every conservation, and every question that you are asked. Is this person going to fit in with the rest of this company, the corporate culture, the way we do business, the way we think, the deference we have to certain things? All of these questions are things that your manager is wondering about as they are thinking about you as a potential candidate. Other reasons manager is asking these kinds of questions, and these are questions you're not going to be asked, but these are questions that are going on in the back of your manager's mind. How coachable is this person in front of me? Um, Is she focused on what interests me, the manager, uh, or things that are relevant to the company, or is she just answering the questions she wishes I would ask? I have had many a candidate that looked absolutely phenomenal on paper tank the interview completely because it was clear that this interviewee was answering the questions he wanted to answer and not the questions I was asking. And you know that because you might ask a pretty direct question and they will go around the bend, around the bush, around the mulberry bush, around the mountain, and uh, never actually answer the question you asked. Now, they might tell you a whole bunch of stuff, but it might not be relevant to what you asked. So that goes to coachability because it suggests to me that I'm always going to be trying to divert this person to focus on the job that is at hand, and they're probably perpetually going to spend their time fighting me because they're going to want to do the job that they have chosen instead. Another question, how is this person going to present to my key stakeholders? So that is a fit question. We talked about that earlier. Another question, is this candidate direct and concise in the way he answers questions or does he ramble on in an effort to impress? We talked about this as well, but that's a common question that is going to be going on in the manager's mind. Is this candidate evasive and how many times do I have to ask the same question to try and get a straight answer. If you are interviewing for a job, be very careful. Be on the lookout for the second time the same question is asked. And normally, interviewers will ask the same question maybe a slightly different way if they feel you didn't answer it the first time. So if you have to get a a question the second time, let that be a cue that you didn't properly answer it the first time, in which case you might want to think some more about what the question was, uh, or you will want to um, really focus on giving an extremely concise answer that doesn't have your interviewer guessing about whether or not you actually answered the question. In this effort to demonstrate what a great fit you are, The best way to do it is not to talk about all the great things that you know and can do. The best way to do it is to learn as much about the company as possible. If you know people who work there, contact them and ask. If you use LinkedIn, find some people who work there on your network and get introduced through someone that you know if you don't know them personally. Most people are willing to be honest about how they feel about the place they worked, and this will be very helpful to you. So to the of fit, if you know something about the corporate culture, if you know something about the key players you might be dealing with in this job, then all of these are levers that you should bring to the interview room to answer that question. Now, at some, during the interview process, hopefully, you get to meet as many of your potential uh, colleagues and stakeholders as possible and use that to gauge whether you might or might not be a good fit for the position because the question of fit runs both ways. Not only is the manager trying to figure out if you are a good fit, but you should be looking around at this environment and trying to decide that for yourself as well. Questions for you to ask. What kind of leadership style does your boss have? Will you have the freedom and autonomy to make decisions that you want to, uh, or is your boss going to make them for you? How long does it take the organization to make decisions? Typically, the, largest organi- the larger the organization, the longer it takes. If you're looking for a much more nimble and dynamic environment, then perhaps you should target a smaller company instead. Third question in our series. This is perhaps the simplest one of all. Why do you want this job? And it's actually not as simple as it sounds. The question that your manager is thinking about is, does this candidate really want this job? Or do you just want to use it as a stepping stone to something else? Uh, another way of asking, are you really invested in what we're trying to accomplish? Or do you just want a paycheck? Questions that help the interviewer determine what you really want and whether you really would uh, want this job include questions like asking what interests you about the opening. Not personally. I just come out and ask the question, so why do you want this job? Or I might say, so what is it about this job that you find interesting? All of these are questions that give me some concept of, number one, what do you know about the job? Uh, What do you know about the company? What research have you done that you can bring to the table in order to have an intelligent conversation about this job? Uh, You may get questions about your, your current job if you're working or your last job if you're not working. If you get questions about what did you like about your job, what did you not like about your job, do not badmouth your boss ever, especially if you are inside the company. And the reason you don't want to do that is because while you might be sitting there thinking how excited you are to be getting away from this boss, that you just left uh, at the job that maybe you hated. The truth is, the person who's interviewing you is thinking of themselves on most days as your boss's peer. And if you sit there and you say, oh, I hated that job. My boss was blah, 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 bad mouth, bad mouth, bad mouth. Your manager is thinking to themselves This employee is going to talk about me in exactly the same way they're talking about their former manager at some point. And that's a frightening thing for the manager to think about because it suggests that actually this person isn't only stubborn, but they are just insistent on going about things the wrong way. So these are things to remember. Um, Other questions you might get asked. You might be asked, what do you know about the company so far? And as you can imagine, the less you know, the more likely you're going to come across as being interested in just a paycheck more than the job. Asking about your career goals. Uh, This is a question you might get and it's not an opportunity for you to start campaigning for your next promotion. It is an opportunity for you to talk about where your career has been, where your career is now, where you anticipate your career is going to go, and why you think that the combination of you and this job are a good fit both for your career as well as for the organization. So these are our three questions. Understand the dynamics and requirements of the job at hand, and you have to decide for yourself, though, before the interview, If you are really interested in the job, because it's a two-way street, it's not just about the employer trying to decide if they want you, it's about you deciding if you want this job and if you want whatever it implies. If it's an environment where you've got a micromanager and a maniac for a leader, then, you know, do you really want to go put yourself through that? And those are the things that you need to Consider Um, the focus focus that you should have should also be on the job that is being offered right now, not the job you wish it were or the job you hope to get at some point in the future. If you can't get excited about the job that's on the table, then it's not the job for you. Move on. And you should move on because – You're probably not going to do the job very well. You're not going to like it. And if you're not doing the job terribly well and you don't like it, chances are your boss is not going to like the way that you're doing your job as well. And by the way, the answer that you should give to the question of um, why do you want the job is one that many, many candidates absolutely miss. Um, Most people when asked that question will say things like, I am looking for a new challenge and I thought this was intriguing. I was laid off from my previous job and I need a new job. I would like to make more money. I just moved into town and started looking. The best way to answer this question is not in the context of you, but in the context of the company. Why? Because. No company ever hires so that you can have a job, a salary, or be more comfortable. Did you get that? No one, no employer will ever hire you so that you can have a job, so that you can have a salary, or so that you can maintain your lifestyle. Companies don't hire because of that. Companies hire because they have a problem, and they're hoping you can fix it. So while the first nine candidates might be talking about themselves and why they need a job, be the one who talks about why the company needs you. Here are examples. I read your most recent annual report. This is an answer to the question, why do you want the job, right? Here's here's an example of an answer. I read your most recent annual report and I noticed that you are going global. A company in such a position needs dynamic change agents who can function in a highly fluid and uncertain environment. I have experience in organizations going through similar transitions. I believe I can help you get there. That's a great answer for an interviewer because it tells them that you have done your research, you know exactly what the company is going through right now, You know some of the challenges associated with that, and you apparently have some sort of plan for how you're going to help. I'll give you one more example. Why do you want this job? You could say something like, I have been so impressed that you are not taking a wait-and-see approach in a down economy like so many other companies are. Matter of fact, uh, I watched the video that the president gave at the last um, Wall Street... Um, uh, meeting they uh, disclosed the company disclosed its uh, financials and it is clear that you have set ambitious company goals and you will need people who can drive results in order to achieve them I am confident based on my track record that I can help you do that so those are the three questions ladies and gents the first question you have to answer can you do the job The second one, will you be a good fit? And the third one, why do you want this job? Nail those three in all of the different forms that they are asked, and you, yes, you will be much more likely to be a successful candidate for the job you're looking for. So this is the saying go in peace, and until next Sunday, happy, happy interviewing. Thank you for joining us on The Speedway Show. Visit thespeedwayshow.com for content and other episodes. Join the fan page at facebook.com slash Show. And follow Speedway on Twitter at the handle thespeedwayshow. Until next week, live well, live fully, and love deeply.